hey, it's Chris Porter from Last Comic Standing. Uh, you know, the season from 1957. Uh, you listen to PF's tape recorder. Dig it. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder, and we're going to rank another band's songs today. Yes, I'm trying to do it so I can devote time to the one I really want to do, the 12-inch singles one I've been promising you, but I really want to take my time with that one. And I was just wondering, you know, what other bands could I do? There's loads of them. I thought, let's come, come into the 21st century with Vampire Weekend, who almost renamed PF's third favorite band. They're certainly in the top 10, I would reckon. Um, what else was I going to say about this? Oh, yeah, the context we're going to put this around. Yes. So just to remind folks, you know, some of these bands, like for the Beach Boys and Orchestral Maneuvers, who I haven't done yet, Beach Boys I did. I did originals and covers. You know, uh, uh, from the Beach Boys, I'm doing it as a fan since 1976. I own all the albums. You know, my, those are my Beach Boys bona fides. It'll be the same thing when eventually we get to Orchestral Maneuvers. The Connells are another one. Depeche Mode, up through a certain album. We'll get to that. But with some bands, it's like The Cure. Of all The Cure albums, I like The Cure just fine. They were in no danger of being PF's third favorite band, though. And even The Smiths I don't like as much as I probably should. I like what I like. I just don't think they're like a lifespan band, but I'll explain that later. So I'm just going to give you some context. Heaven 17, Love, they're like one of my 10 favorite bands. We did them last week. So there's some context there. I'm a Heaven 17 expert. I'm not so much a Cure expert. Let's put it that way. That's probably a good way to encapsulate it. Vampire Weekend... I like a lot, and I discovered these guys, weirdly, I think, probably through that Honda commercial back in uh, 2009. It, it, the song is from their 2008 album, eponymously titled Vampire Weekend. When I heard the song Holiday, I thought, I bet this isn't really supposed to be a Christmas song. Honda just used it, so you know, because it, and it's a British. And I, I thought, are they British or from one of the Commonwealth countries? Because they're using holiday in that context to mean vacation. And I figured, well, maybe not. And then I eventually found out. I got up to speed, found out who Vampire Weekend was, and there you have it. Uh, my daughter really got into them. Fangirl, as you know, are on the podcast, who now works at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, she was really into them, got the rest of us into them. So they form at Columbia University in the early 2000s while they're all attending school, and that would be Ezra Koning. He is your uh, singer, songwriter, uh, leader of the band, Chris Bayo, who, yes, is related to Scott Bayo. Uh, who is a decent actor, honestly, I'm not joking around, and he's funny, loved him on Arrested Development as Bob blah, blah blah, he was really funny. He is an insane political activist, <laughs> he's a nut job. Uh, Jimmy Bayo is also their cousin, so I guess they're all first cousins. Jimmy Bayo from Soap, you remember him, he was the, uh, the te- having an affair with this teacher, how about that? So anyway, the character was not Jimmy Bayo in real life. And then Chris Thompson on drums, big tall dude. And then also Rostam, oh my goodness, I don't know how to pronounce the guy, his last name. He just goes by Rostam now, but Rostam Batmanglia Banjil, he's of Persian descent. He joins the band. He leaves later. He still writes with them. He does not tour with them, and he does still record them. So I guess he's still kind of in the band. He's listed as a past member, but I guess he's like a half a member now because, again, he's still writing with Ezra. He's just not like a full-time member, kind of like Bruce Johnston did in the Beach Boys for in the 70s. He was kind of in and out. They're like... More like that. Okay, so they form, they uh, release an album in 2008, I believe, is when their Vampire Weekend comes out. Just wanted to give you some context there. And I'm going to start with the, the countdown here. Let me go to my list. Uh, I guess I'm not really as uh, much of a hit singles guy as I thought. Let me see. Of the 10 here, one, two, three, 
four, five of them are singles. One of them was played on Radio 1 as if it were a single, but it was not released as a single either in the UK or the US. We will get to that. We are going to start with the album I probably like the least. Although I love all the albums. I list all of them straight through. But I mean, if I'm ranking the albums of the four, there's uh, Vampire Weekend. Uh, Contra, Modern Vampires of the City, and Father of the Bride. Those are the four albums. They kind of take their time. Little Tears for Fears-ish, if you will. White Sky, I like this one because he does some kind of weird vocal stuff on it. There's another song called Yahe from Modern Vampires of the City that's kind of similar, but I like White Sky a little bit better. And so this is my, my number 10 song from Vampire Weekend Songs Ranked. An ancient business, a modern piece of glasswork Down on the corner that you walk each day in passing The elderly sales clerk won't ask with suspicion The whole of motor corporations giving its mission Vampire Weekend, we stick with Contra and we go to Diplomat Sun, which was not a single, but I think this is very indicative of the Vampire Weekend sound. Uh, Ezra Koenig comes from money, went to Columbia University, although he is, you know, a, a very forward-thinking liberal guy, likes his world music, but I guess my wife was telling me she'd read a quote where when they formed the band, he was like, there's not really a preppy band out there. I want to have a preppy band, and they very much are. A lot of their songs are about in New England, even though they're from New York City. A uh, lot, lot of songs about the Northeast, Cape Cod, that kind of thing. I think Modern Vampires of the City kind of plays into the whole New York City thing, too. So anyway, Diplomat Sun, though, comes from Contra, and I just imagine this, it puts me in the mind of, oh, I don't know, all those shows that are set in uh, New York City, uh, like Gossip Girl was and things like that. It just fits right in. Here's Diplomat Sun. <laughs> Offer it to you 
Diplomat Sun, Vampire Weekend from the album Contra. Get the number eight song, comes from Modern Vampires of the City, the third album. This is my wife's favorite Vampire Weekend song, and she's always, always gets so excited when they play it live. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. We did get to hear it in Denver, though, because we saw them both nights, because we knew they would play two different sets. Some songs, most songs you got to hear, we got to hear twice. Some songs we only got to hear once. I believe this was one of them. We only got Obvious Bicycle the one night, and well, here it is. Mornings come, you watch the red sunrise The LED still flickers in your eyes Oh, you ought to spare your face the razor Because no one's gonna spare the time for you No one's gonna watch you as you go From a house you didn't build and can't Spare your face the razor Because no one's gonna spare the time for you You ought to spare the world you labor It's been 20 years and no one's told the truth So listen So listen Obvious Bicycle, certainly a more mellow tune from Vampire Weekend. I dig that one a lot. It's really grown on me. I'm, my wife always accused me, oh, you like all the poppy and bouncy ones, and guilty as charged, as you'll see, especially as we get to the last three songs, and oh, four, really, in the in the countdown here. Yeah, I'm like for the poppy, bouncy stuff, but I like Obvious Bicycle a lot. Step is kind of more in the tone of Obvious Bicycle. This is from Modern Vampires of the City. Very moody, but it's got a great hook, especially for a slow tune. Like, all bangers don't have to be fast tunes, by the way, as, as we've learned from Scott and Chris on Radio 1. So anyway, here is Step from Modern Vampires of the City, number seven on Vampire Weekend Songs, ranked. Every time I see you in the world, you always step to my girl. Oh, 
step from Modern Vampires of the City Vampire Weekend, we go to number six with Stranger. I didn't like this song a whole lot at first. I liked Father of the Bride. When we first heard Father of the Bride, my wife had Alexa play it, and she just kept saying, my wife kept saying to Alexa, skip, skip, skip. It took a while for this to grow on us. It's still not her, her favorite album. She would probably rank it last because it's, Rostam didn't, write as much he wrote on this album but not as much as he did on the previous three albums with Ezra so Ezra was kind of on his own and or collaborating with other people and Stranger like I said was played on Radio 1 in Britain and I thought this is kind of an odd choice for a single but then it grew on me and then it was one of the songs that one of the fans got to pick out they do this thing where at the end of the show they let the fans pick a song for or two for them to play it depends what kind of mood they're in it, sometimes it can be up to three and they picked this one kid out who's wearing an orange jumpsuit, I guess, to get Ezra's attention. He said, I want to hear Stranger. And Ezra's like, okay, here you go. And it's this has really grown on me. I like the song a lot. This is Stranger from Father of the Bride. I, things have never been stranger. I, things are gonna stay strange. I, I, I remember life as a stranger. Weekend, the band, and we get to number five, Oxford, comma, one of the famous early songs from the first album. Uh, I just love the line in the middle of the song. I'll try to pick it up from there. Why would you lie about how much cold you have? Why would you lie about something dumb like that? I just love that line. That is just so great. And what, one of the things my wife likes about Vampire Weekend's earlier stuff is there, the, the lyrics are kind of really hard to decipher and really esoteric and crazy, but I, that's pretty straightforward to me. Why would you lie about something dumb like that? That's probably my favorite line from any Vampire Weekend song. Anyway, here's Oxford comma. I'm 
Oxford comma still kind of fitting into that Columbia University, you know, it's the whole kind of thing. You, you kind of get the vibe. I think that's probably why they do so well over in Britain as well, where they are extremely popular. They play the big stages over there at some of the festivals, which I don't think they could do here. Well, I guess they do, like Bonnaroo and places like that. They played the big... By the way, there's a great picture, and I had on my Facebook one of my favorite uh, rock pictures of all time. It's uh, uh, Brandon Flowers from The Killers and uh, Ezra from Vampire Weekend and Neil Tennant all standing together because they all played the Glastonbury Festival together. Uh, Pet Shop Boys joined Killers on stage. Uh, Vampire Weekend played earlier in the day on the same stage, but I thought, what a great picture. Anyway, we go to the number four song. This is usually the last song of their set. They alternate last songs. Yahe, which I almost put on the countdown, is one of the songs they do. And uh, Walcott is from the first album, and that is the other final song that they do. And Walcott really should be the final song. It was the final song of the two-night engagement there at Red Rocks in Denver. And perfect ending. It's just a, it's just a great tune. It is a fast one. Here you go. It's Walcott from Vampire Weekend. <laughs> Weekend number four on Vampire Weekend songs ranked. We go to number three for what was my second favorite song of 2019, just beaten out by OMD's Don't Go, which is, man, still a great tune. And that's their like the their most recent song, and it's fantastic. But anyway, uh, This Life from Vampire Weekend, uh, I just love. I remember when this album came out, by the way, I've told this story before. So we're friendly with a comedian named Tim Slagle, and Tim is um conservative. I don't want to label him, he's a conservative comedian, but his, his humor is from that position, okay? He's more of a libertarian, he would say, or and a contrarian at that. But anyway, but he loves music. And so I always ask him, because he's a little older than me, what he's into. He was into Vampire Weekend. Well, he writes me one day and he says, I'm mad at Vampire Weekend. I'm like, what, what, what's going on? Uh, he goes, I heard Harmony Hall, which is a, another single from the Father of the Bride album, which is, did not make the countdown, but I like that song a lot. He said, Harmony Hall was in a commercial for a hotel. And I'm like, that's weird that you would be mad at them for that, and I would be excited for that, because we think we'd be the opposite ends of this. I've, any way a band can make money, have at it. And I know Vampire Weekend aren't suffering. They, they sell out shows. I think they sell 
more music than most bands, although bands don't sell music anymore, obviously. They probably stream more music than a lot of bands, but still, I mean, any way you can make money and keep making records, have at it. Yes, I'm not really keen to think of, you know, when Harmony Hall starts to think of some guy rolling through a hotel lobby pulling a suitcase like he does in the commercial, but hey, if it makes money for the band, I'm all for it. But Tim was very upset by that, which I thought was really weird. I think you'd be all for something like that, man. Anyway, so that's just a funny story. Anyway, This Life uh, is my favorite track from that album and my third favorite Vampire Weekend song. Here it is. Poppy, guilty as charged. There you go. The number two song. This is when I really got into Vampire Weekend. This was released in 2010, 11. It's from Modern Vampires of the City. When was Modern Vampires of the City? It seems like it was earlier than it was. Let me see. Modern Vampires of the City. 2010. I'm right. I was working at PNG with my wife. There you go. Just discovered I could uh, stream Radio One. And they played this song. I thought, wow, this is a good tune and a good record. I'll try to pick it up in that middle bit uh, where it does the crazy stuff. And uh, this is Diane Young from Modern Vampires of the City, Vampire Weekend. Baby, baby, right on time. Nobody knows the future, so it's bad enough. Just get in now. Live my life, it's safe, fast, no look back. Cause I used to spend 
baby, baby, right on Diane Young, the number two song on Vampire Weekend Songs Ranked. We get to the number one song. It's not a hit single. How about that? But it is from the first album. It's a song called M79. My wife and I still don't know what it's about, but we just, we both like it. I don't know. It's not her favorite, but it would definitely be in her top ten, I would imagine. And again, it is from the first album. There's a performance on YouTube somewhere where they do this with a little string quartet, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, this is my number one Vampire Weekend song. This is M79. Here you go. M79, Vampire Weekend, from the album Vampire Weekend. There you go. Not a hit single. Rare for PF to have a top song ranked by any band that's not a hit single. So I like my hit singles. Although, then again, any song I like, I consider a hit single, even if it's not a hit single. Well, there you have it. There is Vampire Weekend for you. We are going to have to pick a playout song, aren't we? Our uh, song of the week. I forgot about that. I've got some new ones here for you. I'm just going to go to the, excuse my clicking on my other computer. We're going to go to, oh, I've got a couple of good ones I can pick from here. Let me see. I'm going to go to the Winter 22 playlist. If my old timey computer will ever click. There we go. Uh, let's go with, let's go with something modern. Let's go with uh, Danny Bird and Double E. This is a song called Selecta. Where did I hear it? Of course, Radio 1. And uh, this is a nice little bouncy tune again. Um, I like these dancier tracks that aren't as, I don't know, I don't know how to put it, but some of the pop stuff I like. I like what I like, and again, as I've always said, I like it in selected bits. I don't want the whole chart to sound like this, but of all the chart songs they play on Radio 1, I think this is one of the top ones right now. Again, this is Selecta from Danny Bird and Double E. PF Tape Recorder, so long, and thanks for listening.